Hi, lovely lady. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I am your host, Stephanie Clarice, and this is a short, encouraging podcast for moms who want to love God, love his holy word, and love their family. How does that sound? Are you ready to start your 500 Seconds to Joy? Then let's dive into today's episode. Hi friends, Stephanie here, and I am so grateful you're joining me today for a bonus episode day. Today is going to be a good day. Did you know that? Did you know you can trust in God's promises for you? Well, Dr. Michelle Bankston, she wrote this incredible devotional. It's called, Today is Going to Be a Good Day. 90 Promises from God to Start Your Day Off Right. And these are truly short and sweet devotionals. You can read them every day, you can skip around, They're just incredible. And we are talking about God's promises for you. And Dr. Michelle is such a light in this world. She's such an inspiration. And she's become a dear friend to me. I just met her, but man, she has spoken life into my life. And she's just such a gift. So I know you're going to love this book. Definitely go to the show notes, pick up your copy. Get it for a friend too. It's something you can toss into your diaper bag or purse. It's so good. And I just want to read something from her book. And day 52, it says, Our hope is in God. Today is going to be a good day because we are never left without help or hope. And the verse she shares is from Psalm 130, verses 1 and 5. From the depths of despair, O Lord, I call for your help. I am counting on the Lord. Yes, I am counting on him. I have put my hope in his word. And then she asked this question. First, she says, hope is confident expectation. And she asks, what are you confidently expecting God to do in your life? Truly, our hope is in God. We can trust in him and his promises for us. And now let's hear from Dr. Michelle. You are going to love what she shares. And I know it's going to inspire you and uplift you in your day. God bless you, friend, and enjoy this conversation. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Michelle. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Yes, I'm so happy to have you. I'm happy this worked out. We made it happen. (laughs) And I'm really excited to share about your newest book, which is a devotional style, short and sweet book, which I'm all about. And I know the moms listening will be too. It's called Today is Going to Be a Good Day, 90 Promises from God to start your day off right. So could you just very briefly tell us how you got inspired to write this book and who this book is for? This book was really birthed out of a really painful time in my life. It goes back about 10 years and I was working in private practice, seeing patients. I'm a board certified clinical neuropsychologist. And so patients would come to my office for any kind of emotional or um, physical condition when there might be something impacting their brain functioning. And I was seeing patients one day when I doubled over in pain and I knew something was wrong. So I got my patient up to the front desk where my staff could help them out. And I was coming back to my office to sit down and my husband happened to come through the back door and he ran into me and said, you don't look very good. I said, I'm, I'm not, there's something wrong and I need you to take me home. Well, we ended up not going home and going to the emergency room. And what ensued was two surgeries, five months of medically prescribed bed rest. I was kept alive on IV hydration and nutrition. 
and I dwindled from 113 pounds down to a skeletal 74. And Stephanie, the longer I was on bed rest, unable to do the things that I knew God had called me to do, the more I found myself sinking into the pit of depression. And that just seems so odd because I I was dealing with some pride, quite honestly, because I thought, well, I have all the alphabet soup after my name. Like I thought that maybe that would make me impervious to things like anxiety and depression, but it didn't. And I was going through a real hard time. And I remember crying out to the Lord and saying, you know, God, if this is going to be my life, I'm, I'm just not sure I want to keep on living. And the night before my second surgery, a very well-intentioned, good-hearted friend called and said, I just feel like I need to remind you that although weeping lasts for the night, his joy comes in the morning. So hold on to his joy. And that became my very first social media post that starts off, today is going to be a good day. And, and that one went, today is going to be a good day because God's joy comes in the morning. And I really wrote it because I needed to encourage myself. You know, scripture says that David encouraged himself. So I wrote it to encourage me. But what I found was that those who followed me on social media, it resonated with them. And a couple of weeks later, I wrote another post and it was something like, today is going to be a good day because God's mercies are new every morning. And that resonated with people. And a few weeks later, I wrote another one. And before I knew what had happened, I started a daily habit of on Facebook and Instagram publishing these very short, even shorter than what's in the book, daily devotionals. And that's when the publisher came to me and said, you know, we've been watching and we're seeing that these are really resonating with people. They're short, they're quick, they're to the point, but they give hope to people who are going through a difficult circumstance. So would you consider writing a book, a devotional to give people something to hold on to, something to carry with them to get them started and get them through a difficult day. And that's how today is going to be a good day was birth. And it really, this whole process brought me from a place of listening to my feelings and allowing my circumstances to dictate my day to rising above my circumstances, which are still there, to focusing on God. And when we do that, even when we're going through a difficult time, today can be a good day. And what I especially love about this book is that these devotionals, you can read them in about two minutes or under. So they're perfect for the busy mom who just feels like, oh my gosh, I get up every day and it's the same story. I've got dirty diapers and my house can't stay clean and other people, bill collectors are calling And so sometimes it's really difficult to spend 20, 30 minutes in the word. But this devotional is so small that you can put it in your purse. You can put it in your diaper bag. And when you're sitting in a carpool line or in the pediatrician's office, you can pull it out and be encouraged that even today can be a good day. Amen to that. Yes, I don't know what I would do without renewing my mind every day. Like, it's actually a scary thought to think of my life without God's word because I have to. I have to renew my mind. And I know that the moms listening, I mean, this is a great resource for us to just remind ourselves of the things we know that are true. Like, these truths are written in our heart. 
but we need that reminder because the world's so loud, so noisy, and there's so much going on swirling around us that feels so chaotic. What, like you said, whether it's, you know, the dirty diaper or, you know, there's crying kids, it, it feels like the house is a mess. Like there are these circumstances, but I love that you said rising above your circumstances. Now let's talk about, I want to hone in on this idea that God's promises are true. And, and I also love, I just want to say, I love that you put today's recommended playlist song. Um, and this one in particular is Almost Home by Mercy Me. And I love Mercy Me and I love worship music. It really helps me feel connected to God. So I feel like that's a special little touch in this book. But let's talk about how God's promises are true. Because that you're, you're focusing on 2 Corinthians four seventeen to 18. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. I feel like that could really speak to moms listening. It speaks to me for sure. So how can we be assured that God's promises are true when it doesn't feel like it? You spoke to that. Our circumstances, our feelings. How do we get beyond that feeling? Of like, it doesn't feel like they're true. Like, okay, I know they're true, but... How would you encourage that mom listening today? And really me. I mean, I have some circumstances in my life with my mom's cancer battle. Sometimes it feels like, God, you say your plans are good. How is this good? So how can we trust that his promises are true? What would you say to that, Dr. Michelle? The first thing that I would say is that we can trust that his promises are true because if we look back all the way through scripture, whenever God made a promise, it came to pass. The Old Testament foretold of what was going to happen in the New Testament, and the New Testament was the fulfillment of what God promised. And in our own lives, sometimes we have very short memories. I don't know about you, Stephanie, but you know, there have been times when God has done something major in my life, and I celebrate it, and I praise him, and I thank him. But sometimes when the next trial comes up, we can have really short memories and forget about what God has already done in our lives. But if we will take the time to document, I'm not even talking, you know, you don't have to write a book, but even just to jot down in a journal or in your Bible, the day that God answers certain prayers, then we can use those jottings as in essence, an altar of remembrance to help us remember of when God was faithful in the past. I mentioned that when this book, when the devotions first started, I was going through a really scary health battle. And I had a tendency to think before I started writing that when authors write books, it means that they've got it all figured out. They don't struggle with that anymore. And I have to tell you that as this book was coming out, I was given a diagnosis of cancer. Oh, man. And so I now read through this book as a reader, not as the author, but as the reader who needs to hold on to God's promises as much now as when I wrote that very first Good Day post. And if we will pay attention to where our focus is, that's the key to being able to stand on God's promises. What I mean by that is we get to choose every day whether or not we're going to focus on the facts 
or we are going to focus on God's truth. The fact is I've been given a cancer diagnosis, but the truth is God promises to be our healer and he still heals today. The fact might be that you don't have very much money left in your bank account and you're wondering how you're going to make it to the end of the month. But the truth is God promises as our heavenly father to supply all our needs. So when it comes to standing on God's promises, what that really means is, is that we're going to focus on the truth of God's word over the facts of our circumstances. And when we see God answer those prayers, take the time to document that because this will not be the last difficult circumstance you go through. Scripture tells us several times that we can anticipate trials in this life. So jot the answers to prayer now so that when the next trial comes, you can look back and say, you know what? God was faithful before. So I have every reason to believe he will be faithful now and in the future. Wow. I just, I'm in awe of, of your testimony and just how you're sharing it as you're going through it. And I so relate to that because I write devotions and I, I realize that there's so many times I need them and the Holy Spirit speaks through us. Don't you believe? Like he writes through us. He speaks through us. And I just pray today that everybody listening just knows that God sees them and is for them and that his promises are for them specifically. Like it's not just for us. It's not just for a writer or a podcaster. It's for everyone, whether you're in your word every day or you haven't been in your word in quite a while, like his promises are still for you and you can believe that. And I just really truly believe that this book is the resource that every mom needs. Every Christian mom needs this book to remind themselves of number one, the truth in God's word, because, you know, his word is, is the central focal point of this book, but also just the questions you write and the prayer you have and the reflection. It's just something that you can really, like you said, rise above your circumstance and anchor yourself to truth. And so any last um, just bits of encouragement or truth you want to share with everyone listening before we um, wrap up and pray over everyone? Yeah, you mentioned the recommended playlist song. And the reason why I put that in there is because when I was so sick, physically ill and depressed, if I'm being honest, I didn't want to praise God for my circumstances. But I started playing praise and worship music in my bedroom 24-7. And Stephanie, what I found was that while the music was playing, I couldn't help but either hum or sing along. So I was praising God. And scripture tells us God inhabits the praises of his people. And so for the mom who's listening, who's just perhaps even thinking, but you don't understand how hard life is. And you might not, Stephanie, and I might not because we're not walking the exact same journey, but we have Jesus who understands. And so I'd encourage the moms to use that recommended playlist, to have it going on in the background, because I think that will usher in an atmosphere of peace in an otherwise chaotic environment. 
And they can even go to Spotify and search for Today is Going to Be a Good Day playlist. And all 90 songs will show up in a playlist for them. They don't even have to create it themselves. But I think what they will find is that as they're listening to that music and it's washing over them, a lot of the stress will dissipate because the Holy Spirit's going to be there in their midst. And that's where their strength is going to come from. It's not going to come from my words, but it's going to come from the truth of God's word. Yes. Amen to that. And let's just pray over the listeners. Would you lead us in prayer? I'd be happy to. Father God, I just thank you for each and every individual who's listening to these words now. Father, that you would remind them just how dearly you love them, how you see them, how you're pleased with them, how you know their heartaches and how you catch every tear in your bottle. Father, I pray that just by the outpouring of your Holy Spirit, that they would feel comforted by listening to this conversation today, that it would be a fresh reminder that they are not in the battle alone, and that they can rise above their circumstances and have a good day, despite how they feel and despite what's going on around them, when they keep their focus on you and your word and the promises that you've given and made available to all of us. Father, I just pray that you would just give them an extra bolt of comfort and joy in the midst of what may otherwise be a chaotic circumstance when they're surrounded by dirty dishes and dirty diapers and crying babies. Lord, that you would just remind them that this is a journey, that life will not always be this way, and that you have promised abundant joy to each and every one. Father, it's in these things that I ask in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to Mom's podcast. Thanks for listening to Mom's podcast. Thanks for listening today, friend. I'm so grateful to have you here as part of the 500 Seconds to Joy community. And if you love what you heard here, please share it with a friend. Let's build up the body of Christ and spread joy and love to more Christian families just like you. Until next time, I am so grateful to have you here. And I am praying for you and your family. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now.